You may be seated. This week we will celebrate what we call Independence Day. Everybody say Independence Day. <clears throat> I always like, I, I love history, and I always like to go back and read the history of America, the founding, the beginning, the forefathers, how they felt, what they said, how we became what we are in America. So July the 4th is a day that is set aside because of the signing of the Declaration of Independence. It is a day that we celebrate our freedom from Great Britain and our freedom as a nation. July the 4th, 1776, over 200 years ago, the Declaration of Independence was signed. It was a, it was a group of men that believed in God. That believed the Scriptures and quoted them often. This is why we have, in God we trust, on our money. And this is what America was founded upon. I'll be the first to tell you on this Sunday morning that we have, we have erred far from our beginning. We have, we have left some of the foundational truths that our nation was built upon. And because of that, America suffers today in many ways. I, I am a, I am an advocate of scripture and nation, a nation that is built upon the principles of the Word of God. We erred when we took prayer out of our schools. We erred when we took the Ten Commandments out of our courthouses. We've erred in some areas in America. There's danger in that because the Bible said that a nation that forgets God is going to be cast into hell. We better go back to our foundational truths. We, we, we love America. I love America. I'm just going to talk about it a few minutes. This is not all my sermon today, but I got to talk about this because it is a, it is a wonderful privilege to be an American. You see all, and I don't have to tell you this, you see all that is happening in our nation with immigration. And regardless of how you feel, the reason people want to come to America is because this is the land of the free and the home of the brave. And people want to get to freedom. They want to get to where there's freedom of speech and freedom of religion and freedom of the press and freedom of the Second Amendment to bear arms and the many freedoms that America enjoys today. The rest of the world, or much of the rest of the world, does not enjoy at all. And so, we are, we are privileged people to be able to stand and, and to say, I am an American. I love America. 
I do. In all of its bad, it's better than everything else. Amen? I love it. I love, I love our national anthem. I love our flag. I love what America stands for. I love our history. I love our freedoms. It is, it is this week that people will celebrate in all kinds of ways Independence Day. Independence means freedom. Freedom is what we're celebrating this week in America. I was standing in my house last night and all of a sudden, boom! Sounded like a cannon went off. And I heard the fireworks begin. And, uh, you, you know, people, we, we've already began celebrating this week and they'll celebrate with ribs and baked beans and Y'all hungry yet? Hamburgers and hot dogs and fireworks and games and all kind of things. It was Irma Bombeck that said this. You have to love a nation that celebrates its independence every 4th or every July the 4th. Not with a parade of guns, tanks, and soldiers who file by the White House on a show of strength and muscle. But with family picnics where kids throw frisbees and potato salads get iffy and the flies die from happiness, you may think you have overeaten, but it's patriotism, my friend. Aren't you glad to be an American today? I'm just going to drill that in you because let me tell you, you know, I get, I, I get amused and, and this happens on, on both sides of the aisle, if you could say this, you know. Somebody gets elected and they say, well, if this one gets elected, I'm moving out of the country. I don't know of one that's left. I don't care how bad it gets, it's still better than the options. Amen? So lay down your political beliefs today. Lay down all of your ideologies. Let's just celebrate the independence that we have in America Thank God that we can come to a church we want to come to. Thank God we can worship a God we want to worship. Thank God we are who we are as Americans today. I can't answer for you, but I still want to put my hand over my heart and salute because I love the freedoms of America. So with all of that said, I must talk to you about freedom from another angle. There's freedom in our country. Much freedom. There, 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 there's freedom to get up in the morning and go to the job that you want to go to. Drive the car you want to drive. Dress in the clothes that you want to dress in. Go to the church you want to go to. Read whatever you want to read. Watch whatever you want to watch. There's much freedom in America. But let me tell you greater then the freedoms that are in America is the spiritual freedom that we enjoy in this church this morning. I loved it when we started church. And Sherry comes out and she's worshiping. And Antoinette, she's dancing in the Lord uh, and the Holy Ghost and dancing for the Lord. I love it when people are lifting their hands and worshiping God and magnifying the name of Jesus. That's a freedom, my dear friend. But let me tell you, it goes deeper than that. Because if you had known us before we knew Him, then you would understand why we worship Him and we love Him today. 
We have not just come to church. We have been set free by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Everybody say spiritual freedom. You know where your spiritual freedom comes from? Not from 19, or excuse me, 17, 76, July the 4th. No. Our spiritual freedom comes from way back on a hill called Calvary. When blood comes spilling out of his veins. When it spilled out of his side. When he hung between heaven and earth, suspended by the cords of love, and gave himself for the freedom of all mankind. He brought me out of the miry clay. He set my feet on a rock to stay. He put a song in my soul today because He set me free. Hallelujah. Here's what Paul said in Romans 5.14. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression. Death still came even though you didn't commit the sin. Who is the figure of him that was to come? But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of many, of one, many be dead. Everybody say, Adam sinned. Say, all men suffer. He said much more. The grace of God and the gift by grace which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the guilt. For the judgment was by one to condemnation. But the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. Watch this now. For if by one man, or one man's offense, death, reigned by one. Much more, they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification by life. You say, preacher, I didn't need set free. I didn't have any bad habits. Yes, you did. You were born in sin, and you were shaped in iniquity because Adam and Eve got us all in trouble. And we are all sinners by nature. Come on, somebody. He said, because one man said that death has reigned, from Adam all the way to where Moses was. But let me tell you this. I want you to hear me and hear me well. Just because Adam sinned, and just because sin came upon the human race, and the Bible teaches us that death came by sin, I've come to preach to you on a Sunday morning on a hill far away. Stands an old rugged cross where all of my sins were taken care of, and all of my bondage was taken care of, and all that was in prison can be set free. Thank God for the cross, for Calvary. It is my declaration of independence. It is my day of freedom. Hallelujah. It's what got me out of where I was to where I am. 
thank God for the cross. Somebody ought to shout about it today. Somebody ought to give God glory. He set us free with the blood of Jesus. Let me tell you what He did. Let me tell you what He did. He took every sin from Adam to the cross. And ever sin from the cross to right now. And He put it in the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! One drop of His blood has set us free. Though your sins be as scarlet, the writer said, they can become as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they can become as wool. What are you saying, preacher? You don't have to be bound. You don't have to be in prison. You don't have to be in, in prison to sin, bound with the chains of sin, wrapped up with all kind of things that bind people in our day. It's a new day, honey. It's not a day like it used to be. When I was in school, I'll be honest, when I was in school, I didn't have to worry about anybody offering me drugs. I never was offered drugs in school. I'm not saying they wasn't there. I just, it wasn't prevalent. I didn't have to worry about, you know, when I was a kid, I, I, let me just talk about the America we used to know. You didn't have to lock your doors. You went to the grocery store and got out and went in the, in the grocery store, you didn't have to lock your doors. You didn't have to worry about folks stealing you blind. You didn't have to lock your doors at night. We never heard of an alarm system. Who needed an alarm system? If you had a dog, that's all you need. You didn't have to worry about all that. But now, we're living in a world where people are so wrapped up and so addicted to medicines and drugs. Not just marijuana, cocaine, meth. Prescription stuff. We got folks that's addicted on every corner. And they'll fight, they'll steal, they'll kill. You go read the papers, you go read the reports of, of police activity every week. And what you'll find is, when there's a store robbed, when there's a, where somebody robbed at gunpoint, where somebody's hurt, where somebody's murdered, it's a drug deal that went bad, or it's somebody that needed to fulfill an addiction, or it's something. Let me tell you, we are living in a troubled world where men are in prison. You say, America's free. No, they're not. America enjoys freedom, but America is more bound today than they have ever been in the history of America. Because we are leaning on so much stuff and so many things. But I'm preaching on a Sunday morning. There is a way out. There is a way out. Hallelujah. You don't have to have the chains binding you up. You don't have to be in that dilemma. You don't have to wake up in prison every day. You have a way out. And that way is Calvary, my friend. Thank God for Calvary. Oh, hallelujah. I came to Jesus weary, worn, and sad. But He took my sins away. He took my sins away. All I can do this morning was just think about all the songs that we sang over the years. I'm going to give you some of them in a few minutes. But let me tell you what the Bible said. The Bible said, the truth will make you free. Everybody say, the truth will set you free. How many of you believe that? 
Well, let me give you something else. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. Everybody say, Jesus is the truth. That's why, that's why he looked at his disciples. Watch this. And in John chapter 8, verse 31, he said this. Then said Jesus, Lo, Jews which believed on him, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. And they said, just like a bunch of religious hypocrites. They said to him, We be Abraham's seed. We were never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, you shall be made free? That's what some people say. I'm not really in bondage. Yes, you are. Listen, Jesus said, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. And the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. If, if the son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Is there anybody here that understands we were all servants of sin? But He set me free. Yes, He set me free. He broke the bonds of prison for me. And glory bound my Jesus to see. Praise the Lord. He set me free. You know it. Toby's an old man in a young body. Once I was once like a bird in prison, I dwelt no freedom from my sorrow I felt. But Jesus came and whispered to me, Glory to God, he said. Me free, yes, he set me free. He set me free. He broke the bonds of prison. Yeah, glory bound my Jesus to see. Glory to God, he said. I see some of y'all know that. That's good. That's good stuff. Did all you young people know that? Do y'all ever heard that? That's what we used to sing in church. Goodbye to sin and things that confound. None of this world shall turn me around. Daily I'm pressing, praying to glory to God. I'm going through saying He set me free. Yes, He set me I like this. Come on. When glory bound my Jesus, well, glory to God, He set me free. Yeah. Anybody been set free? Is there anybody here that God delivered you from nicotine? I want you to stand to your feet. God delivered you. He set you free. Look at this. I want you to look around. Is there anybody here that God set you free from alcohol? Alcohol. Huh? Hold your hand up. Yeah. That's okay. That's good. That's anybody here. God delivered you from drugs. Yeah. Look. 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 Anybody here. God delivered you from anything that had you bound. Huh? Does anybody understand what I'm preaching? It's Independence Day. 
It's the day you ought to be giving God thanks. It's the day that God set you free. It's the day that you went to an old-fashioned prayer meeting with God. And you said, Lord, forgive me. And He said, I sure will. I surely will. So the Lord just took the blood and applied it to your life. And He took the eraser of blood down page. And He just started wiping my slate clean. And He said, I'm going to forget this. I'm never going to remember this anymore. It's gone forever. And He said, furthermore, you won't have another craving. And you won't have another problem with that situation. He set me free. Paul said, being then made free from sin, we became servants of righteousness. We quit being servants of sin. We became servants of righteousness. He said, and you have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. That's what Paul said. You became servants of righteousness. And you, 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 you have holiness. The fruit is holiness and the end everlasting life. How do I get rid of, of these things that have me bound? It's all in Jesus Christ. Now just listen to me. I want to take you to a story real quick today. Kids don't want us to get out early anyway, I can promise you. They're going to say, preach, preach, or preach. They're sliding on the water slide this morning. The reason I put that out is I face some of y'all is going to go slide and I don't need another bill. I won't even call no names. <laughs> I'm not even looking up. I didn't pay the bill, did I, Lee? You paid that bill. You did, Sister Cincinnati. Yeah, I didn't pay that bill. We got a couple of teenagers back here. Got on the slide over there in the gym a couple of years ago and wound up in the hospital. Amen. Are we having fun yet? Yes. Church ought to be this way. Listen to this story. Luke chapter 8, verse 26. They arrived at the country of the Gadarenes, which is over against Galilee. When he went forth to land, there met him out of the city a certain man, which had devils long time, and wear no clothes, neither abode in any house but in the tombs. Now, he was naked, and he was living in a graveyard. He's full of the devil. Matter of fact, the Bible said devils. Use plural terms here. And when he saw Jesus, he cried out. And fell down before him, and with a loud voice said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God most high? I beseech thee, torment me not. Listen. For he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For oftentimes it had caught him, and he was kept bound with chains and in fetters. And he break the bands and was driven of the devil into the wilderness. He could break chains. He was so demon-possessed, living in a wild manner. 
Jesus asked him, saying, What is thy name? And he said, Legion. Because many devils were entered into him. Many. And they besought him that he would not command them to go out into the deep. And there was there and heard of many swine feeding on the mountain. And they brought himself, or they brought him that he would suffer them to enter. He besought him that he would suffer them to enter into them. And he suffered them. Then went the devils out of the man and entered into the swine. And the herd ran violently down a steep place into a lake and were choked. And when they that fed them saw what was done, they fled and went and told it in the city and in the country. So here's what happened. Jesus shows up and sets a man free. What I'm preaching about this morning. Well, I was praying this morning very early. I can hear a little bit of Act 5 this morning. Well, the Lord was already in this house. Y'all must have got Him here last night, Brother Greg. He was already here. I got here this morning. The Lord was already here. But listen to me. Listen to me. Jesus saw this man, had compassion, commanded the unclean spirit to come out. They begged Him to go in the swine. So he suffered that and let the demons go into the swine. And the swine all ran down into the sea and drowned. He got rid of the devils. But verse 35 is where I want to take you real quick today. Then they went out to see what was done and came to Jesus and found the man out of whom the devils were departed. I love this. Sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. They couldn't understand what happened to that old boy. Because, let me tell you, you walked down that road and there was a screaming guy in a graveyard that ran after you. Nobody wanted to get near him. Nobody wanted to, to be around him. But you see, this is the kind of of deliverance and freedom that I'm talking about today. When they went and told the countryside and told the city what Jesus had just done to the man. We call him the demoniac of Gadara. Let me tell you, when they got back to the grave, they're going to come take one more look. I know, that's people. They're curious. They were coming back to see if it really was real. You know what they found? Here he was. Calm, cool, collected, clothed. Talking in his right mind. Everything's good. You know why? Because freedom. 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 Comes only through Jesus Christ. You know what? If you're in this room today, I want you to listen to me right now. And you've got an addiction, you can get delivered. If you're in this room today and there's something that has you bound, we sing about it all the time. Matter of fact, that we just sang, He set me free. But another one came to my, my mind this morning, and it says, Thank God I am free, free, free from this world of sin. I've been washed in the blood of Jesus, and I've been born again. Is there anybody that could sing that and mean it today? Thank God I am free, free, free from this world of sin. Hallelujah. 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 
Here, here, here's another one. Here's another one. I've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. Here's, here's what, here's what the way the song says. Would you be free from your burden of sin? Huh? I know somebody knows that. There's power in the blood. There's power in the blood. Would you or evil a victory win? There's wonderful power in the blood. Does anybody believe there's power in the blood today? Let me sing that verse to you again. Would you be free from your burden of sin? There's power in the blood. There's power in the blood. Would you or evil a victory win? There's wonderful power in the blood. We sing another that's more modern. And, and, it, and, and, and I don't know all the words, but I know this line. Break every chain. Break every chain. Power in the name of Jesus. Break every chain. Does anybody need a chain broken here today? Does anybody need something? You need something to be delivered. You have something to be delivered of today. Then there's another song we sing. Freedom, freedom. Here's the line that came to me this morning. No more shackles. No more change. No more bondage. I am free. That's new modern song. We never quit singing them. Freedom. 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 No more shackles. No more chains. No more bondage. I am free. And I close with this. You ready? You ready? Does anybody understand that you can't do it on your own? You can't do it by yourself. Look, all the programs of America offers are good. I don't have one bad thing to say about any of them. Here's what I do know. There's nothing, nothing that will break the chains of sin in your life like the power of the blood of Jesus and the name of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Ghost in your life. There is nothing, absolutely nothing, that can set you free like Jesus. Surely somebody believes that besides me. Surely somebody believes that. Here's the Scripture. All the way back in the Old Testament, in the book of Isaiah, you ought, to go, you ought to go mark this in your Bible today. Isaiah chapter 10 and verse 27 said, It shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away off from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck. Watch this. You ready? And the yoke, the chains, the bondage shall be destroyed because of the anointing. One move of the Holy Ghost can wipe out 30 years of smoking cigarettes. One move of the Holy Ghost can get rid of years of drug addictions. One move, one anointing of the Spirit of God can, can remove every chain and every shackle in your life. One move of the Spirit. One wind of the Spirit. One touch of God in your life. Look, I watched a lady walk down here one night. Brother Morton Buster was preaching here years ago. 
I could call her name here today. But she was sitting right about where you are, Wayman, maybe a pew back. And, and, and he said, does anybody need deliverance? And she walked to the front of this building. And, and she stood right here. And, and he, she told him what it was. She, was. she was bound with nicotine. But you know, out of all the things that people are addicted to, nicotine is one of the hardest things to get rid of in your life. Some of you know that because you've been there. But I watched her walk down. Stood right here. She whispered in Brother Morton Buster's ear and told him what she wanted deliverance from. He said, do you have cigarettes with you? She said, yes, I do. He said, go get your purse and bring them to me. And she did. So I watched this. Some of you remember this. I'll tell you who it was. She's not here today. She's probably watching me by internet because she does all the time. Cynthia De La Saul. Cynthia walked back, got her pack of cigarettes, brought them right here to Morton Buster. <clears throat> Y'all remember this? He took, I don't even remember what time they were. I don't know. Don't care. But he wadded those things up and threw them. He said, you will never want another one. And to my knowledge, to this day, she's never smoked another cigarette. Say, well, that's just self-control. No, it isn't. It's one move of the Spirit. One, One move of the power of God. The Lord can set you free. He can not only set you free of habits. He can set you free of things in here. Hatred in your heart. Malice in your heart. Unforgiveness in your heart. Grudges in your Oh, I, feel, I, I just feel like I'm preaching right now. You know what? You can shout up here all day long. You can run all these aisles. You can stand back there and act like a pious Christian. But if you hate your brother, you are just as wrong as a man that's down in the bar room this morning getting drunk instead of getting Jesus. You got to get it all out of there. Prisoners, I preached years ago. Prisoners, I need to do it again. Prisoners of unforgiveness. It wraps you up. You can't even pray and get, get, get where you need to get. Because the Lord said, if you come to the altar and bring your gift, and you remember that your brother had all against you, leave your gift, go be reconciled to your brother, then come back. Let me tell you, I love, I love people that pray, but don't ever think you can outfigure God. You can't pray and tell God you love Him if you can't love your brother. You gotta get all that out. You can be a prisoner of unforgiveness. You can be a prisoner of a grudge. Prisoner of hate in your heart. Prisoner of malice in your life. You may, you may be sitting here today. You may have something deep inside of you against your boss at work. Why don't you just get all that stuff out today and let God just set you free. You need to be free of every schism, everything in your life, every feeling that's unjust, everything that would hinder you in serving God. Because that's true freedom, my friend. That's true freedom. I was thinking about all this, and I, I, stand with me. I'm, 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 I'm circling the airport. I'm fixing to land. Watch me. A couple of years ago, I was at a general conference. I think I probably told you this before. There was a man that, that avoided me, and I knew he was avoiding me. And 
I, I, I'm, I'm not going to say any more than I need to say, but somebody that I felt had done me wrong. And he knew and I knew that things were not right. Started out at the general conference, my sister said, There's your friend. He, and I watched him turn his back and look the other way. So I, I said, You know what? I'm fixing to settle this matter right now. I'd call his name, everybody in this room know him. And I walked right up and said, How you doing, my friend? Put my hand out, hugged his neck, told him how much I loved him. Big old tears came in his eyes and he said, I've been needing to call you. I want to get it all right. I ain't going to hell over you. He didn't say that. I said that. I ain't going to hell over you or nobody else. I'm going to forgive my enemies. And what we did, we stood there and chatted for a little bit. i got to tell you the rest of the story. You don't know. You don't know this. Nobody knows this, but maybe my wife and one or two more. I'm riding down the road this year. I turned 65 years old a few days ago. I'm riding down the road. And I get all kind of texts and stuff all the time. You pastor by text nowadays in case y'all didn't know it. It's an easy way for you not to have to face the preacher. All of a sudden, this message comes across and said, Happy birthday. I, I didn't know that number, and I, I tried to scroll. There was no other messages. I, I didn't know I didn't know who it was, and I, I, I just sat there and looked for a minute. And in just a minute, there was another message that said, This is so-and-so. I just want to tell you I love you. And I won't tell you everything it's sad, but I said, won't you just come go fishing with me? I, my intention is not to drown anybody. It's to take them fishing. I say, preacher, why are you saying all that? Because you can get caught up and be bound out here with stuff. It ain't worth it, honey. He set me free. He set me free. He broke the bonds. You know, we think about being set free of alcohol and drugs and and. and sexual addictions and all kind of perverse things in the world. Let me tell you, He needs to set your heart free today. Free of all the things that's down in there that you need to get rid of. I'm preaching today. My God, if I've ever preached on July the 4th week, I'm preaching today. He wants to set somebody free here today. You need to be big enough to step out from where you are, walk right down this aisle, stand in front of this church, throw your hands up and say, Jesus! I've given it all to you this morning. I'm putting it all in your hands today. So that happened on my birthday. And a few days ago, I was in a certain place at a certain time. And looked up, and there's that guy again. And we spent 15 minutes just talking, loving people. You know why? Because Jesus, Joshua, set us free. He'll set you free from all your feelings. He'll set you free from that animosity you've had against your family member. He'll set you free against the things that you've been carrying for ten years. He'll set you free. He'll set you free. And when He sets you free, you'll be free indeed. Because He is truth. And He is righteousness. And He is right. Hallelujah. Does anybody believe what I'm preaching today? I'm talking about Independence Day. He wants to set somebody free today. They're going to sing... I'm going to stand right here 
I'm inviting you, whoever you are, if you need the Holy Ghost, if you need to be set free from something in your life, you don't have to confess it to me. You confess it to Him. If you need a touch of God, if you need the anointing, thank you, darling. Thank you, darling. They're coming all over this room today. Come on right now. Thank you. Thank you. Who else needs set free today? Who else needs a touch of God this morning? I need you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain.